Alrighty then, this week we saw Justice League talk Star Wars, Pixar, the Victoria's Secret fashion show, and play another round of Fresh Tomatoes. It's the Pool Boy Podcast. What? Jack and I both got haircuts, too. Yeah, we did. <laughs> We're all very different people. We're not what to see. They should No. We're not Spartan. She doesn't even go here. We're American. It's the feeling good all the time. We're the capital A, huh? Rock, flag, and eagle, right, Charlie? We are the wretched refuge. Jerry, you know this guy eats poop, right? We're mutts. Okay. All right. First topic for today, uh, Star Wars. The director of Star Wars, Ryan Johnson, uh... The new one that's coming out, The Last Jedi. He confirmed that the movie is going to be two and a half hours long. This is 15 Fuck minutes yeah. longer. Jeez. 15 <laughs> minutes longer than uh, the last one, uh, which was Rogue One, and the one before that, which was uh, The Force Awakens. Uh, it's half an hour longer than A New Hope and Empire Strikes Back, which are considered the two best of the franchise, <laughs> probably. And in addition to that, they also announced that Prince William and Prince Harry are going to be doing cameos as they're actually doing they're cameos gonna be, and they're cameos as stormtroopers <laughs> which by the way quick side note and then we'll get into star wars mm-hmm. is that not just it's the like obviously it's the revolutionary war was won mm-hmm. a long time ago yeah, but yeah. is this not the ultimate <laughs> fu to england you used to own us and now you're extras in our favorite movie but also is, your is, royal family are stormtroopers it's well, troopers with helmets on i never get that as a cameo it's like well mm-hmm. that's not a cameo <laughs> like, well i think they give them to basically they give them the actors who are not in the movie but really want to be in the new Star Wars so they don't have to do literally anything but walk in. They yeah. did it with Daniel Craig yeah. in the last one. <laughs> like Daniel Craig, you had to like, pause it. I to, the amount of people I explained, like, no, that's Daniel Craig, the one yeah. from that scene. Like, Imagine their watch parties. You're, you're in Buckingham Palace with the royal <laughs> yeah. family. And it's like, no, 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 this one, this one, that guy right there. He's me, he's me. But yeah, I, th- I think in the in the new movie, the Prince Harry, Prince William thing, they're, they're going to pay no attention to it. It's just going to be like, you want to something's yeah, funny? That's actually that, Prince William, sure. Prince Harry. But so it's going to be a two and a half hour long movie. Yeah, which that is exciting. The difference between a two hour movie and a two hour and a half hour movie is a ton. Does this make you more or less excited about the new Star Wars movie? Much more. Vastly more. And I got a kind of a hot take. I want it longer. I, <laughs> yeah. want, I want these Star Wars you. movies to be Lord of the Rings. If you want, it can be mm-hmm. four and a half hours. We have the footage. We've cut it down to three and a half just to be nice. Like, mm-hmm. I love these movies. Just more Star Wars. I it's, want more It's one of those things that's like, I need at least an hour and a half of dialogue. Yeah. I need I need that much talking. I need to mm-hmm. advance the plot that much further because I'm so just wrapped up in the in the universe. That it's is, not to be. Yeah, the galaxy uh, a long time ago and far away. But uh, I also need two hours of the spectacle. Oh, yeah. I, I need yeah. I need uh, the camera they had in the last one. The we're, magic. We're in the cockpit flying with uh, them. And yeah. It's like, uh, holy shit. There's like, animals in this one? We, yeah, we've said this. Um, regardless, like this movie like could have been written with Cran and could absolutely suck. <laughs> the, the spectacle of it is oh, yeah. going to be unbelievable. I'm so pumped. We're going to go do it in the Dolby. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the Dolby. Do for, for, for sure. we got to get our tickets early. For it. But yeah, I mean, the two and a half hour thing, like, it, it's the, if it's good, it's going to be like, man, I wish it was even longer. If it's kind of slow, then, I, then I'm going to be like, well, I mean, you can't complain in the Dolby Theater. You're basically <laughs> on the couch, but still. Um, See, that's the thing. I don't think it would be slower than, uh, what was the most recent one? We'll see. Yeah. Force yeah. Awakens? Yeah. In, in terms of the Rogue chapters. One. Rogue yeah. One. In terms of stories. Uh, new. The Incredibles. Oh, yeah. The Incredibles. So uh, it had been announced a while ago, and we've been waiting on it now for, shoot, 14 years. Mm -hmm. Um, But uh, The Incredibles, coming back this summer, 2018, uh, June 15th, they released their teaser trailer uh, this past week. 
I, I got a bone to pick with that teaser. Well, I, I'm going to throw the, that the out The teaser trailer's nothing. The I, teaser trailer's what we already knew. We, so, knew, we knew Jack-Jack had powers. Exactly. That's, there's nothing you new. You can't call it a teaser if you're not giving us anything new. I got a bone to pick with this one. I, and yeah. in most movies, that they're like, teaser, and it's just like someone talking over the title of the movie. It's like, that's not a teaser. Okay. You have a good point there, where it's like, a, the, <laughs> right? the, the, the point of the new. teaser, the original point of the teaser before the like fucking internet, and we all know what movies are in development and what's not. The point of the teaser was... Hey, by the way, you probably didn't even know this movie was coming yeah, out exactly until you're in a movie theater about to see Home Alone two, and then the Phantom Menace. Oh yeah, like what? <laughs> There's a new Star Wars movie happening. Like, Where? So yeah. like, if you're in a theater and all of a sudden you see it, you're like, wait, what? But you're right. I mean, they've been talking about this. They've been talking about this for forever. forever. So Wait a so minute. Like, yeah. yeah, I remember like in eighth grade. Yes. Two thousand eight. I was like, no, no, it's coming back next summer. This and that. Oh, yeah. But finally, now after fourteen years, let me read you a quick synopsis, and then I got some questions for you guys. Mister Incredible is left to care for Jack Jack while a last girl is out saving the world. That's Mr. all they Mom? put out Mister Mom, that's there. the movie. But that's I'm what I'm so saying. Don't I'm you so dig in. Bob Parr hanging out, Mister Mom? Just uh, that's mm-hmm. unbelievable. Dealing with the kids, maybe Vi. I don't know what the hell if they've actually aged with it, but obviously not. Jack Jack's still a baby. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. Yeah. He, he, you got, you got high school Viola causing problems. You got Dash. He's, I mean, Dash is always worth a laugh. I wonder what they do with Dash's voice because the guy who voiced Dash was like 13 at the time. He's definitely like 25 now. Like, I wonder what they do with that. I think you find a new kid. Who sounds the exact same? <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. And, and one thing that makes me punch about this too is obviously like The Incredibles. It's my favorite Pixar movie ever, but The Incredibles were saying they were going to make a sequel for the longest time. And I think the creators were like, we're not going to make a sequel until there's a, a script slash story that we're like, that's worthy of a sequel. So the fact that they're making this now means it's probably a pretty good story, which jacks me up. It's 100%. not just a money grab. Yeah. Yeah. Um, they've, re- they've released nothing so far as cast, but I just but we'll move on. But Samuel Jackson, Mr. Frozone, is He's back. He's, He's confirmed? Back. He's good. confirmed. Good. We saw Justice League. We saw Justice League yesterday. I think we all have roughly the same opinion, but at the same time, not the exact same opinion. Yeah. Henry, I know you... I don't want to put words in your mouth. I think you were probably leaning in the more of the... Yeah, in its, in its favor. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I think when you walk into the theater seeing these movies, mm-hmm. y- y- you got to know what to expect. Boom. You cannot yeah. think that it's going to be The Dark Knight or Iron Man, the first one. Absolutely. Or anything yeah. like that. It is an orgy of <laughs> badass celebs and violence and rock and roll <laughs> and some real cheesy puns. And with that, my, that mindset going into it, I was slightly pleasantly surprised. There were... A handful of laughs that I really chuckled at. <laughs> and there were a couple of badass scenes, including, I mean, I think we all agree, by far Jason Momoa just made the movie. There were some actually Aquaman, cool... man, motherfucker. There were some cool fight scenes. My man. There were some My cool man. fight scenes. So overall, obviously, it's, you know, it's... It's what you expect. But I, I actually kind of liked it. What do you guys? I think you just absolutely hit the uh, the nail on the head by mm-hmm. saying when you go into these things now, you just got to know what you're signing yeah. up for. Yeah. So for, for us, you know, now the pace of these things moves so quick because so you've fast. got they six, skip over everything. six of these people you're paying millions of dollars to each. You got to give each of them their own individual time and the whole Which thing. is impossible in a two-hour movie. So mm-hmm. it's like all of a sudden you just, we were here. Now we're in the, like we're walking the oh, fucking yeah. mountains oh, with yeah. Bruce Wayne as he tracks down Aquaman. <laughs> How do you track down Aquaman? Don't ask. Yeah, we we're don't fucking know. past. <laughs> uh, it's like so pretty much now for every single one of these movies and I discovered this in Batman vs Superman 
If something's shitty, you just got to let it go in one ear and out the other yep. and move past it. Yep. And when something's awesome, you got to have a good time with it and be like, holy shit, wow. And so did, did, you, did you like this one better than Batman vs. Superman? Completely. Totally. Yeah. So that, that was because my – I was judging it all against Batman vs. Superman. This one was better, so it surprised me. Jack brought it up on the last podcast, and I think we all agree with it. Mm-hmm. Superman is by far the least entertaining guy, and they, they kind of show code. it in this movie. The guy comes mm-hmm. in the last second, and there's no more conflict. Yeah, it's like yeah. – it was, it's, 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 There was never a villain. Rate. We needed Superman – this whole thing was yeah. fucking done. Yeah. They're, they're mm-hmm. all pawns and Superman's the queen. It's so, like, yeah. it, it's checkmate. So Batman vs Superman, we get locked in with Henry Cavill and the, the rest of the deal. This one, we get to explore out with, we, we had Aquaman yeah. uh, with uh, Jason Momoa. We had Cyborg, it was mm-hmm. cool. The, the Flash. Flash, who I was getting ready to absolutely hate by the end of it, had some moments for me. When I when he speaks, I feel like he's insulting me. I really, <laughs> I really don't like the Flash guy. Jack, what do you think? So... Uh, so this was the movie, like, like you said, like going in, I expected this exact same thing. I expected just sort of like a, a corner superhero movie. I didn't see any of the previous uh, DC movies. I didn't see Batman or Batman or the Batman for Superman. Yeah, I there's saw... only Batman and Superman movies before, right? Well, yeah. no, no. You have the Henry Cavill, like Suicide Dawn Squad. of Justice. No, but those ones. But didn't seem, didn't it feel like there were 10 origin movies that we had missed? Uh, yes. It, it felt really... like there really should have been, yeah, a Flash right? one, a Cyborg one. It really did. And they're coming out with those after, which is a, a sort of an interesting way to do it. I don't think that they meant to do that. I think that they meant to have the Flash come out. Yeah. They, they just needed like a tentpole movie for right here. Anyway, um, going into this movie... I was expecting basically the Avengers 2, Guardians of the Galaxy, something like that. Uh, Because I haven't seen any of the previous ones. DC, this is the first one that I've seen where they are just so clearly and blatantly not even trying to hide anymore. Just copying the exact Avengers (laughs) format down to the crew, down to the bad guys, down to how they tell the exact story. The, The crew... Uh, if you've seen Justice League or any of the previous DC movies, you'll totally know what I'm talking about. If you haven't, maybe you will. So you got Batman, who's the the billionaire genius, who's just Iron Man. And by the way, Bruce, if, <laughs> when you see it, Ben Affleck's hair changes from brown to, to gray to back to brown to back to gray. So and just pay o- attention to that. And just obvious leader, too, yeah. by the way, for both yeah. those guys. Oh, yeah. No, nothing ever had to be said. When they walk in the room, everyone looks to them. The, yeah, control. the obvious, the uh, the one who clearly has the, the game plan mapped out in their head, and they're just sort of yeah. dividing everybody out. Wonder Woman is so clearly Captain America, the yeah. symbol of good, super strong. The powers are kind of confusing. What can they exactly yeah, is, are you do? super strong or just super yeah. athletic? Or? There's, they're supposed to be the le- they're supposed to be the leader, but it's like at the same time it's like no, Batman and Iron Man are clearly the leaders. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but the movie like gives a nod to like, but they should probably be the leaders if we're doing the comic book stuff. They're they're your Boy Scout Girl Scout. Yes, exactly. Yes. And then Aquaman is Thor. Pretty identical. Pretty much plagiarizing Thor, but at the same time, like... Momoa is cool. I fucking love it. Jason Momoa is... Carl Drago was cool and hilarious. So cool. He was badass and really funny. (laughs) The Flash is Spider-Man, this sort of young, like, falling over your feet. uh, He drives me crazy. Teenage kid. Henry hated him. I hated him. I kind of hated him. Knew you said he warmed up to him at the end. He had one good joke at the end. He had a couple good jokes. There were just a couple bits I wasn't ready for. Because I I remember being told after I saw the movie Trainwreck, that kid's going to be the next Flash. I was mm-hmm. like, that kid? Yeah, fuck that. What? <laughs> Cyborg uh, is this new character, which Henry nailed going into it. Nobody knows who Cyborg yeah, who, is. Who I've never, the hell is Cyborg? I've heard of all these superheroes. I've never heard of Cyborg. And Henry nailed it by saying, like, this guy's clearly, like, 
a, a pivotal part of the plot, which he was, but it's yeah, like, he's, he's very important. The only reason why this guy, they chose this guy is because it's like, well, how do we write this story? Well, <laughs> maybe we have Cyborg in this. He's the uh, Napster to this Italian And I guy. still didn't even really understand Cyborg, if I'm being <laughs> he, honest. I didn't understand a lot of the movie. <laughs> he's the Hulk down to, if you did like a one sentence description of their origin story, a science experiment goes wrong, yes. creating this sometimes uncontrollably, un, uncontrollable emotion guy who is at times the most powerful person like ever. Yeah. Uh, but he hates the fact that he lives with this curse, even though everybody else is like, it's awesome. Yeah, I it's love the- that. I love when superheroes are like, I hate my, my powers. It's a curse. It's like, bro, bro, we're making a movie about you. Come on. <laughs> and then the other, the other, issue, the, other Smile. Issue, the other weird part about DC and kind of all superhero movies, but DC, all collaborative superhero movies, but especially DC is you got like your Thors and your Aquamans and your Wonder Woman's where it's like, okay, so in this world, not only do superheroes exist, but we're all going to be like, yeah, and Atlantis is real. Yeah, Atlantis being and real. And the gods exist. And the gods their are their origin real. stories are like Poseidon. They tell you this, they tell you this early on in, in this movie, which I did not realize, but that it's like Wonder Woman. What, what are her people called? The, uh, the, Amazonians. the Amazonians. Amazonians. There yeah. are also the Atlanteans. And so like there is Aquaman is from a group of people who currently live under the sea. They needed mm-hmm. to kind of, I should have known that or something. I don't know. <laughs> going into it, I needed to Again, explain a little bit more. You just got to move past it. Yeah. You just gotta, okay. Exactly. We're here now. We're underwater. Keep we're going. Here. Keep going. <laughs> okay. So let's just go around. Who is your least favorite person in the movie? Neil, let's start with you. Uh, Batman. Uh, you really? Yeah. Really? Uh, I thought he had a couple good parts. He's just so melancholy the whole time. And not in yeah. a cool brooding way like Christian Bale's Batman mm-hmm. was. He's just kind of like... He didn't have a story. He just lacks personality. He never really had a movie, yeah. so he mm-hmm. doesn't really have a story. So we just Yeah, we like, didn't get a Batman Begins you? with him. He also, they make his muscles so comically... Yeah, that's the other thing. <laughs> they make him he's, like a 245. They, they make lean. him a 245, like, freaking 32 personnel fullback. Yeah. We're bringing him on the goal line formation, just <laughs> diving over the line. When, he's, when they got him running around, he looks absolutely ridiculous. Yeah. There's also like an old plot thing where it's like, he's getting up there. Yeah, it's like, I love yeah, I, that. yeah, I guess Ben Affleck is middle-aged. And it's like, and then after they get in a fight, they show him, you know, yeah. like, like he just got out of a football game, taking off his pads. Yeah, taking he's off his pads bruises, is great. Bruises. And, and Wonder Woman helps pop his shoulder back into place. And, and he's laughing like, the whole time. He's giggling as she's popping the shoulder back in. And it's like, you guys are superheroes. You're one of a and kind, Wonder Bruce Wayne. You are Scott. one of a kind. The game didn't end. You, yeah. you got hit a ton. You're going to get hit a ton more. Yeah. Like, 100%. Exactly. Exactly. I was tuning in for Justice League, not 2007 Stanford yeah. offense. It was like who's, t- your, who's your favorite, though? Uh, favorite Aquaman, Aquaman, Hand Over Fist, yeah. Okay. yeah. Okay. How about you? Who's your least favorite? Uh, least favorite, I gotta go Flash, just because mm-hmm. the whole time his whole shtick is like, wait, uh, we're heroes. Like, uh, this is really cool. Oh, sorry, am I embarrassing you because you guys are all heroes and used to this? My bad. It's like, bro, oh my god, you just nailed it. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. he drives me nuts. Also, uh, wait, is anybody else watching this? Yeah, is anybody else seeing this? Is <laughs> this, this is kind of crazy. But uh, so he drove me crazy. He had a couple of funny lines. Like about, the guy's about, a good actor. But uh, and also Jack, you totally called it. The whole one of the plots in the movie is the Flash's dad is falsely imprisoned. He's in jail, and it's like, how does he get my dad out of jail? I was crying laughing when I said this to you. <laughs> Jack thought it was the movie. Just run in and get him out and run out. It's like your thing. Your <laughs> thing. You guys just save the world. He does that to other people in the movie where he runs in and gets them out of dangerous situations. Like just go grab your dad and run out. Are you embarrassed to tell him your powers? Anyways, so I didn't like him, and that made no sense. You guys just saved the world. What Batman's the richest, most powerful person in the world. Yeah, you're the fastest person in the world. Get your innocent get, dad out of jail. You got get some the, leverage. Just take the dad out of prison. Even just if the out. dad isn't innocent, I feel like you can lobby and be like, do us a favor. Get him out of prison. <laughs> yeah. Who is your favorite person? Uh, favorite by far, Aquaman. He has a scene, I mean, the, the best scene in the movie, I think. Montage. He's about to go kick ass. 
gets a bottle of whiskey, chugging whiskey to Icky Thump as he dives off <laughs> here into a hurricane <laughs> wave. It's, we all look oh. so like, okay, the movie just <laughs> took it to 11. Oh, right to Mexico. Gear. That oh, was and, epic. And, and right before that, he says, the greatest line ever, he basically comes into this, this bar in, this bar in Iceland. <laughs> that he's a regular at. That he's a reg. They, they know him, they don't ID him. And he, and he dumps off this body of this guy who he just saved. And he said, you're going to need a shot of whiskey. Takes it, toasts it, and he goes, to Ocean's Rage. <laughs> Dumps it back, looks at his hand where there's like some gross blood shit, grabs a bottle and says, it's on him, the guy who's basically yeah. just drowned. <laughs> then, right, walks into the ocean. This starts Jim Bean playing. is just fucking vertical now. Yeah. He's <laughs> chugging this he's Jim Bean. He's chugging this Jim Bean before yeah. he just dives into. Taking off his sweet Henley. He's yeah. swimming in. You know what I love? He's swimming in pants the whole movie. Oh, the whole yeah. movie, he's wearing like badass like black jeans. <laughs> yeah, <it's, laughs> and he's okay. swimming around. They, they're not, these aren't like <laughs> like diving suits. No, it's like, now. Yeah, they'll dry quickly. It's like no. cargo shorts. By the way, <laughs> quick question about his swimming. You guys aren't going to have an answer, but let's talk about yeah. this. Daniel Tosh made this joke about uh, Superman a few years ago where he's like, how does Superman fly faster? Just more, just... Uh, yeah! How does Aquaman swim faster? I don't know. He's never once used his arms or his feet. Yeah, he's I don't just think he's like kicking. A fucking, he's, like, he's, he's a submarine, Mr. Wayne. He like a submarine. <laughs> there, there was also a point in the movie where, uh, where where when he first... He's talking to Bruce Wayne. He's like, I'm not joining this fucking team. And, and, and he, and, and he yeah. dives back. He does a backwards dive, which is dope. I don't even know how to frontwards dive. He does a backwards dive into the water, and then he just kind of like swims really quick away. And I said to Henry, who's yeah. next to me, I was like, that wasn't that fast. He's like going as fast as like a very slow boat. I was yeah. like, that's not that fast. <laughs> like, <laughs> I mean, I don't know if he was sprinting or not, but it just it wasn't no, that so I thought about that. Impressive. I think what we got to do, once we, this movie comes out on DVD or something, we got to cut that footage with Phelps swimming the equal distance. I don't know how much faster he is. And maybe he was just cruising. Like maybe he wasn't really trying yeah. to go fast. He was in cruise control. But he was like, it was like, I mean, that's faster than I can swim. Oh, but that's sure, like yeah. not faster than like a dolphin or like a shark or a barracuda or, or something. <laughs> Not at the end when he's going <laughs> no, by that no, no, blue no. whale flying. Yeah, he's flying. He's flying at the end. My least favorite character in the whole thing was uh, Lois Lane. So Lois yes. Lane yeah, good played get, by, by the Amy way. Adams. Yeah. <laughs> good get. Uh, another part of the movie. My, my crying in the movie theater streak continues. Yes, I was laughing very hard at that. <laughs> as I started crying laughing towards the end. This is Lo- Lois Lane's uh, plot throughout the movie. Superman is dead. I don't know what happened to the Batman versus Superman, but Superman died. He basically saves everyone. He kill he he kills himself basically to kill the bad guy to save everybody. So. Very very noble, and very she noble and she was Superman's lover, of yeah. course, as well as a really good reporter. Oh, Pulitzer Prize winning, according to uh, Mrs. Lane, Superman's mom. She no, Mrs. Kent. Kent. Mrs. Kent. Uh, she said that Superman really respected how hungry she was for journalism. Yeah, and. <laughs> But since Superman's death, she says, I've just been writing puff pieces. Yeah. And then that's her plot line. Her that, plot line her, is yeah. she can't write. She doesn't have the inspiration. <laughs> and then at the end, they're like when they're like the afterward is the they're sun's showing set again. everybody's better we than want. they were at yeah, the beginning. Yeah. They show her like getting back into in-depth journalism, <laughs> yeah. hard-hitting pieces. Thank like, God. Why the fuck would we care? Thank God, Lois Lane is back in the journalism game. <laughs> I mean, my God, boy, did we miss her. <laughs> I mean, I mean, sure, the, the world almost exploded, but the world should have exploded if you know Roger Ebert hadn't been, if he wasn't 
I like perfect on the keys. I yeah, mean, they, what's the point? They then? really made it seem like the most important uh, like struggle or overcoming your obstacles was Lois, Lo- Lois Lane rediscovering her passion for writing. That's <laughs> yeah. what it really was. That's what the movie was about. Or my, or my favorite part. Uh, and she, no, so she came out. Uh, what's her name? Amy Adams came out and was like, I did not like how they cut my parts in the movie. Like it made no sense kind of thing. Yeah. So I think she was supposed to have more and they were like, ah, we're going the journalistic thing. Just yeah. do that. <laughs> uh, she needs a story. Journalism. Journalism is tough. People were like, what does she love? Uh, writing? <laughs> she's a very good writer um and then i know it's great it's just i just love that writing right <laughs> what is it you do that's why i was like as soon as superman's off the team why is she kept around <laughs> she's still around oh and, and and speaking of how great of a writer she is so superman uh plot twist this little spoiler it's gonna have like a minute if you don't want to hear it but uh superman comes back from the dead and uh her first question to him, her only question to him is, what was it like coming back from the dead? She's a hard-hitting journalism, and she didn't ask the most important question, maybe in the history of mankind. What was it like when you were dead? Is heaven real? Is heaven real? <laughs> are hell you the worst? Are you just in, were you in like an abyss? What happened? Did you see your parents? Like, yeah. what? she d- didn't even cross her mind. She was like, what was it like coming back? Like, like I don't know. The, the, she was so last bad. Note, last note on the movie before we end this. Mm-hmm. Uh, the biggest part where I, I was like, just what? Probably my favorite part because I was just like, what? They so quickly explain how they're going to bring Superman back to life. I did not understand a second. I don't know if it just, if it didn't make sense maybe, but all of a sudden they're like, okay. And I just thought, I'm going with it. Okay. I'm buying in. Superman's oh, yeah. coming back to life. It's it makes pretty no much sense. exactly that. Is it doesn't make sense. They, so they can't like spend ten, time yeah, on it. They feel like 10 terms of, well, if this happens, then this. And someone walks in and is like, and then this will happen. <laughs> they're like, yeah. yep. Between the Avengers... All the Marvel movies, yeah. all the DC movies, Transformers, Geostorm even. <laughs> you, you said, like, I didn't really get a lot of this part. I think I understood the entire movie just because it was all taken from other movies. Like, yeah, that's a box. The box is filled with this enormous power. The that's, mother box. Yeah, the it's, energy it's a, and, and... It's a fucking thing. Yeah. And, and bad <laughs> energy. And bad guys really want it, and that's the plot of the movie. Yeah. And it's like... That was the plot. <laughs> that was the plot of the movie. I, I, it, it's almost... <laughs> well, that was the plot for the Justice League Warriors. Meanwhile, there's a little town in eastern Russia oh, that's yes. just getting absolutely terrorized. Yes. And apparently we had to tune in with them for 40 minutes. <laughs> yeah. Which, in the Avengers 2, is the exact yeah. same thing. The whole thing takes place in eastern Russia at the end. Yeah, I don't know why. And the, and the whole thing is like, the town will die. And it's like, who cares? Who cares? Lois Lane can't write, guys. <laughs> they, they spent money on casting and not New York City. She's lost her passion. We needed, we needed eyes on the ground. We needed actual yeah. civilian lives. Speaking of superheroes, Henry, James Franco, X-Men. What's going yes. on? Yes. A little bit of news. My, my boy Frank. My boy Franco. Jay Franks. Jamie, Jamie Frank. He is in negotiations with Fox. They're making. Uh, they're just making a shit ton of DC movies in the next couple years. And so he is going to play Multiple Man, a.k.a. Jamie Madrox, oh which God. I thought cool name, Jamie Madrox. Uh, from the X-Men universe, and so he can, like, clone himself. We have seen this guy before, Multiple Man. Do you guys remember him? Is he the yeah. one in the third one when they, like, yes. he's on the bad Dr. guy Steamy. team? So he, I did not realize this. He's in the third one, X-Men, uh, The Last Stand. Uh, Magneto is kind of like, in, in a scene, Magneto's like, we need a team. Yeah. Like, and in one scene, he, like, knocks over a bus and gets, like, the five worst criminals ever. There's, like, Juggernaut. <laughs> and one of them is yeah. a guy, and you're like, who are you, handsome guy? And then all of a sudden, there's ten handsome guys. He robbed like, 27 oh. banks yeah, he robbed at 20, the same time. At the same time. That's exactly <laughs> it. That is exactly it. <laughs> and so he, uh, I think, in that movie, he really didn't have any lines, but he was a cool character. He's got it was the like, one great bit where it's like, the good guys are staking out the bad guys camp 
and then all of a sudden it's like they're gonna move in and multiple man all the dots go down to one yes. and it's like you got me yeah <laughs> it's like wow, he is smooth yeah so he's great and, so, and the guy who plays him i did not i don't know how i didn't remember this but it's mcsteamy from gray's anatomy mm-hmm. yeah. so the guy i mean that's pretty good but uh so franco's in to play him and it's gonna be like he's me the main character and it's basically i love his dad in the, in the thing his dad works at a nuclear power plant and which i love just because that's always the start but mm-hmm. uh the after he gets his powers he moves to a farm to try to help him control professor x gives him like a suit to control his powers but he loses his mind. So I'm kind of into see Franco lose his mind. I've as got like a uh, people. I've got a question for the table. Give it to me. What is up with James Franco's obsession of cloning himself? We he just twins in the deuce where we've got to watch two yes, Francos yes. all the time. Well, I, think be multiple, I think we've learned one thing. Francos. One Franco is good. Many Francos is better. So <laughs> and what's great is because his like you know ability, his diversity of character is yeah, so yeah. low. Basically, Multiple Man is just hey, you like James Franco once, huge James Franco a thousand Boom! times. There will be Here's no difference between these thousand characters now. Um, what are you talking about? That one's got a mustache. I, 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 got, I got a quick thought, just a, a quick, small hypothetically. If I lived in this superhero universe and I was a college football coach, I think I would recruit almost exclusively from the children of parents who work in nuclear power plants. From nuclear power plants? Yeah. Because Seems they all have su- just like fingers crossed. There's a high rate. One of them falls Success in. rate, yeah. You know, <laughs> even Watchmen, that one dude. 90, wrong place, wrong time. You're running the world now, bro. 99% of, of, of you know, the kids I recruit are going to be, you know, just run of the mill kids. Yeah. But then the 1% is going to be like, yeah, he can play 48 positions at the same time. <laughs> yeah. And it's James Franco. Yeah. He is our starting In the superhero universe, uh, eventually, you know, there's going to be some press clippings coming out of Russia with their uh, Olympic team. They've been pushing kids yes. in bats of, yeah. you know, last to girl people yeah whatever waste that creates superheroes but fun note uh <laughs> what's called they're making all these other new uh x-men movies they're making like uh like something of the phoenix with gene gray and like her origin story stuff like with that sophie turner as gene sophie gray? Turner, okay. yeah. actually i don't think it's sophie turner but the <laughs> most one i'm excited for uh that i read at the bottom of the thing they're in the works to make a Gambit movie starring who do you think will play Gambit? Taylor Kish still? Yeah, so Taylor Kish played in the old one. Taylor Kish crushed cards. OG. He was Gambit. awesome. He was um, awesome. So that's why I'm pumped my, for this guy. Miles Teller. No, but very <laughs> good. Guess. That'd be good. Uh, the be kid good. from Rookie of the Year. That kind of looked. No, like. he's a bigger. He's a bigger name. He's a bigger uh, name. The kid ooh. from the Rookie, the blonde catcher. He's very sexy. <laughs> he's a sexy man. Chan Tatum. Channing Tatum is playing Gambit. Good call. Now, 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 now. He's going to be good, dude. I, he's cheeky. He's fun. But let's not do the accent. Once again, I sexy. don't want, don't give me fucking Which accent? Kingsman 2 oh, accent. Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> No, no, no. I don't think he will. I thought it was Whiskey. Strong. Yeah, whiskey. <laughs> All right, moving on. Uh, Harry yeah. po- the Harry Potter sequel, uh, Fantastic Beasts and Where to Fight Them, part two, which I think is coming out uh, pretty much a year from today, usually they're Thanksgiving movies, uh, is called Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them, The Crimes of Grindelwald. Yeah. Not Grindelwald, Grindelwald. It's German. It's the German three. It is going to focus around Johnny Depp's Grindelwald character. Dope. I absolutely love Harry Potter. I'm semi-pumped. I didn't really love the main characters from Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them. How are you guys feeling about it? I am pumped because I saw that there's going to be a young Dumbledore. And Oof. the guy who's playing him, I think, is the perfect dude. Who is Jude. it? Jude Law. Mm-hmm. So yes, Jude Law is. is not... Yes, it is the perfect He person. would not be perfect for the original Dumbledore, who I still think is an absolute hack. Rest in peace. Absolutely. One and two? Yeah, exactly. So, so the most I'm recent Dumbledore, though, the one who's kind of wittier, a little quicker, he is Jude Law grown up, right? Like, Jude Law is so perfect. He's perfect. I can't really tell British people apart, but yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. He's good. 
That's a little bit like Ewan McGregor becoming Qui-Gon, like developing the long hair. He's obviously not he's uh, fucking Obi-Wan, Obi-Wan but yeah. yeah, you know what I mean? That's, totally. that, that's like the evolution we've been waiting on totally. for young Jude. And I'm, I'm pumped to see young Dumbledore because, I mean... I tell you the thing that I'm really stoked about, though, mm-hmm. is learning more about Grindelwald. Uh, right now, I'm getting going on the Harry Potter uh, books, and, and Jack, you're our resident uh, Harry Potter resource around here. Pothead. <laughs> the, the Potterhead. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> I'm gonna come up. I'm gonna come up with an even better one by the end of the show. Okay. Let's keep going. But yeah. So, <laughs> so as far as I know, the consensus among anybody that knows what they're talking about is the top like five wizards or so of all time. It's you know top one two. You got Dumbledore and Voldemort with the next you know second tier of the top level would be kind of a toss-up between Grindelwald and like Severus Snape right yep. yeah those are so, one two three four usually. and like the original like the origin stories of Dumbledore like you just brought up Hen, we're gonna get to see young Dumbledore it was Dumbledore and Grindelwald were like best friends mm-hmm. growing up right and then there was the huge falling out Grindelwald was kind of like the classic Grindelwald was like the separatist yeah it's kinda, like kind of X-Men Xavier Malcolm Magneto. X very similar yeah yeah, yeah. Kind of and, deal. Yeah, and, and, and it's going to be really interesting to see in this movie that specifically, because in the final book of Harry Potter, uh, The Deathly Hallows, they, the whole book is essentially Dumbledore's life story. And so they go over his friendship with Grindelwald and they go over, you know, they sort of loosely go over Grindelwald's uh, takeover in like the 40s and I think like the 30s through the 50s, yeah, somewhere around that. there. Need to see that. They go over that, but they don't go into any sort of specific detail like the theory that is that he's sort of like a hitler but more of like a stalin where it's just this he's trying to uh overtake the the muggles and stuff like that but they don't go into any specific details of like where he was and when so this movie it's not like if you read the harry potter books going to see the new harry potter movie where it's like i know the exact story let's see how they portray it I don't think anyone going into this really knows what they're going to show because it's pretty sweet. This is awesome. Open book. Yeah, open yeah. book. So yeah. I mean, it could be really like I'm. Yeah, I'm so much more excited for this than I was for Fantastic Beasts and where to find yeah. them. Fantastic Beasts, say, Blue. Fantastic Beasts, the Nomad thing. Yeah. Really. I mean, it was <laughs> insulting to Americans. And and I believe now they're. I mean, a lot of the American characters who aren't wizards are back. So it might take place in America, but it also. They might go back to I'd Europe. I'd like it to do take some, place uh, in America. Do some like pond the, hopping. Get back over to the uh, England is just so much Europa. more witchy and wizardy, right? Like just, <laughs> just so much. Da, 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 da. I, I've never really been too far out of uh, this country, so in my mind, a lot of these countries don't really exist. Exactly. In my mind, because I've never been anywhere even close to Europe. In yeah. my mind, England is basically Hogwarts. In my mind, <laughs> basically, in my mind, England, it's different, of course. But I did basically. eighteen hours in England once, and you're, you're absolutely very right. similar. Hammer on the yeah, head. Similar yeah. to Hogwarts. The, the image of England in my head, like what's it, what it's like, is just hysterical. Yeah, it's just like yeah it's just people talking funny and it's always raining and there's like the mute there's the harry potter music in the background you want to go have a point at the pub yeah at the pub and there's a lot of pumpkin juice yeah, yeah, a, a pub. yeah. <laughs> i love that the 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 like lower class people right just so funny to me. let me uh, let me sneak this question in too before we get off this topic is uh are you guys as bummed as I am that they flipped Colin Farrell and Johnny Depp the way they did, where yes. basically Colin Farrell gets a little bit of screen time in the thing, and then at the very end, switch to Johnny Depp, we're going to get Johnny Depp next movie? Yes. I, I mean, so I, souring on Johnny Depp, and I ah, love Colin Farrell. I'm a Depp guy. I, Colin I Farrell, his little I Irish know. accent oh, as Grindelwald, that would have been unbelievable. I, he's I, wonderful, I think but. Colin Farrell, yeah, everybody was really upset when that happened because it was like, okay, the reveal was that Colin Farrell is Grindelwald. And but that Grindelwald is, is Johnny Depp. He's also Depp. Johnny Depp. Yeah. And he's also Johnny <laughs> Depp and stuff like that. So, like, people were really upset because I think people were like, man, Colin Farrell killed that. Yeah, he was good. But 
I mean, Depp. Come on. I, I and, and I'm not <laughs> a huge Johnny Depp guy, but like, I don't know. I think Johnny Depp can probably take this to bigger heights. You and I'm thinking. Just, I mean, I, I don't. Depp with his whole Jack Sparrow thing. I feel like that's similar to Wizard with a wand. Like I feel like he's gonna his movements. He's very flowy. He's gonna be athletic with his, the wand. His swashbuckling. Yes, he's gonna be flowy. Is the right play. word with the wand? He's gonna be very flowy. Yeah, it might be coming out this summer, but I think it's coming out next Thanksgiving. Moving on, Hen, you got a uh, new round of Fresh Tomatoes. We haven't played that in a while. Fresh Tomatoes, you all know how to play. I give you a movie and. A number, you have to guess if that movie's Rotten Tomatoes score is over or under the number that I give you. This week's theme is superhero movies, specifically bad ones, Mm. which is up for debate, but specifically bad ones. And I think we'll do three strikes, you're out. Ready to play? Let's do it. love bad superhero movies. Yeah, they're good. Let's go. I'm ready. (laughs) Okay. First movie, the original Fantastic Four. All right, so not the new one, not Mm -hmm. whatever. Yeah, Original Fantastic Four. 39%. 39%. You want to go first or second? Over. I'm going over as well. Both over. Both incorrect. It's mm. 27%. I love your confidence, though, because yeah. that would have been a great way to start the game and said, no, 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 I have you guys in the palm of my hand. There's not <laughs> really a better way to go around this game than I've realized than to just stand up your first thought, just put your junk on the table. Oh, yeah. Don't oh, overthink yeah. it. Oh, Say yeah. It. So People Fantastic fucking Four. liked that movie, too. That was a big movie. They, I they've gone it. back and revisited that. Oh, that yeah. one crushed at the box office. Oh, yeah. Office. I like that one. The only problem with it is they the thing they made, they had a guy get in a rock suit. <laughs> it was I mean, Silver silly. Sur- it was so, silly. Me, so, me so, and mine enjoyed it. Silver Surfer might be the best sequel of all time, besides that and Godfather 2. Brings me up to our next movie, <laughs> mm-hmm. The Fantastic Four, Rise of the Silver Surfer. Over, under... 24%. Under. Over. It is over. Woo! So the Silver Surfer got 37%. It's a great movie. And the Silver Surfer was so much worse than the It's first so one. much worse. It's not even close. <laughs> it's it's so not even close. It's not even one. comparable. Right? And I love the Silver Surfer. <laughs> that was your joke you just made. That's why you said <laughs> Silver Surfer, Godfather 2. Because yeah, they're on the same page. I don't believe what I'm hearing. What's next? Sorry. I'm winning one. Or Anyways. I, I, we, yeah. We, you have two strikes. You have one. Two strikes. Track, New I was almost out. This one is a two-parter. I'm going to give you the movie, and then there's going to be a bonus question to save yourself if, mm-hmm. if you lose. If you get mm-hmm. this one wrong, there's a bonus question. Are you going to look at a called third strike? Okay. So the movie is Ghost Rider. No backwards K's around here. The movie is Ghost Rider. Nick Cage? Nick Cage, the hero of all superheroes. The over-under is at 19%. <sighs> Start to feel like my skull's on fire. <laughs> <laughs> what a movie. One over. You want to go first or second? I don't care. Under. I'm going to go under, too. Over, it's 26%. I'm good today. So knew that's three strikes, but like I said, there is is a caveat. There's a a bonus. You can keep yourself in the game if you tell me what the second Ghost Rider movie is called. (laughs) (laughs) What is Ghost Rider 2? Because they made a second one. What is it called? Highway to Hell. God, it should have been. It should have been. No, but no. Ghost Rider 2... The Rise of Taj. <laughs> That's a Van Wilder That's joke. Van Wilder, yeah. <laughs> That's Van Wilder. It is actually called Ghost Rider. The Desolation of Smog. <laughs> Spirit no. of Vengeance. That is it. Highway to Hell is what it should have been. Can I give you guys the other ones just for fun? Mm-hmm. Okay. What do you guys think? I'm going Green Hornet, 32%. It was, it was 36%. Under. under. It was under. over 43%. That movie was. They make fun of that one on the roast. I don't get it. So I don't get it either. There's no consistency. The Green Hornet was the worst movie of all time. I saw the Green Hornet in theaters, unfortunately. Why did I see that? What I do when we go to the racetrack and just whatever my first instinct is, I'm going to George Costanza and just immediately (laughs) go against it. Summer of George! Last one. The movie Electra. 
Remember that one? Jennifer. Uh, yeah. What's her She, she had the baller Alba? fucking. She had no, the daggers. No, no. no, it was Gardner. Well, Gardner. Jennifer, Jennifer Gardner. Gardner. Jennifer Gardner. It was right after Alias. She yes. was on fire. Yes. Electra. Insane movie. We're going 13%. I'm going to go under. I bet you get zero. The where you're sticking the line is under. But Costanza, I say over. It's under. It's 10%. New, you had a rough day. <laughs> it's okay. But 10%, that's rough. <laughs> that's rough. Jeez. New to Tough Govid. Uh, just to continue now, Victoria's Secret Fashion Show and Katy Perry knew what's going on with that baby. Yeah. Let me just get my fucking bearings here. <laughs> that was a bloodbath. That was an absolute. I got the mop. That I'm was over. the mess right that now. Was a, not one. That was a goose egg. Not a one. Yeah. Donut. Okay. <laughs> Losers walk. What's up? Uh, the Victoria's <laughs> Secret Fashion Show has been making headlines recently. Uh, uh, Gigi Hadid this last week uh, mm. dropped out uh, for unknown no. reasons. And now a ton of people are speculating why, as Katy Perry has now been reportedly banned from performing. So it's next Tuesday, the 28th. Uh, Katy Perry was scheduled to perform. It's in Shanghai. Uh, what? <laughs> what? The, what? Ch- the Chinese government informed Katy Perry she would not. they would not accept her passport and she would not be allowed to perform. Why? Uh, the reasoning behind this, in 2015... She performed in China wearing a dress that featured yellow sunflowers. And apparently the yellow sunflower was one of the images of some of like the anti-government rebellion in China that they were dealing with. And she did not know this, I assume? So this is like... I bet she knew. You can't wear yellow sunflowers. <laughs> there's just... There's simple rules. Follow what a, them. What a place to live. <laughs> she, huh? she, she for sure knew. Like, what there's, a place to live. Yeah. You're no, about, it was, it you're was about a to statement. go on stage. You're weighing your options. Mm-hmm. What do I wear? And she puts it on. You know that there's like a, a Chinese translator who's like, by the way, that's probably not a good move. And I'm she sure was like, you're it's right. The move. I'm sure her manager was like, oh yeah, by the way, like yeah. So yeah. this article I read, they reached out to people that work with Victoria's Secret Fashion Show, asking for comments, and they basically said the Chinese government is going through everybody that has to do with the productions, uh, like social media accounts, uh-huh. up to like a couple recent years, and like if you have anything that might be anti what they're selling. See, See this I don't understand. We're letting we're letting Jello Ball out of prison in China because because old DJT is making a phone call. But Victoria's <laughs> Secret Fashion Show, these women can't flaunt their gorgeous, beautiful, healthy bodies in front of all, for all of us. What's going on? I, I, I mean, I think the real news is that the Victoria's Secret Fashion Show is in China. Yeah, why the fuck did they pick China? Do it Shanghai. in Do it in New York, London, Paris, but go, LA. Yeah, every time. But South Africa, Australia, like there's cool places across that I think Australia. would be pretty easy. Like China. Yeah. China. This is <laughs> China. Did you guys see China? the 2008 Summer Games? Because I did. And they were oh, fucking I mean, immaculate. Don't even get me started. <laughs> but okay? like, but that's imagine that kind of focus. Wow. For Victoria's Secret? Line. Yeah. Holy potatoes. Now we've got girls like, coming in online. 15,000 women in, in bathing Hi-ya! suits playing synchronized drums. 15,000. <laughs> but this isn't the Olympics. This isn't the Super Bowl. We don't need to. This isn't. Ah, it's pretty big. But it's. <laughs> Victoria's Secret. It, it, it's big. big. It's already on our DVR. It's big. Yeah. I'm not surprised. <laughs> this isn't like something where it's like, yeah, well, I mean, Atlanta could really use the Victoria's Secret fashion this year. The economy's been in a low year. It's like you could have this in fucking like Green Bay, Wisconsin every year, and I would not know the difference. So, one quick question I don't know if you know this, but I'm pretty sure the way they do it, it'll be like November, whatever. It doesn't air on TV till like February. Yeah, you're right. So, this, like, this will be interesting where they'll film it. I'm sure there will be like all these stories, but we're not actually going to watch it live. So that'll be interesting. I don't, I don't fully understand. <laughs> fashion, I, just, I, I don't get. I saw that headline: Gigi Hadid drops out of Victoria's Secret fashion show, and it was like, like, a, like a cliffhanger. Stop thing. traffic. But I was like, why? <laughs> is that a big? Is that big news right now? That's huge. It's news. Yeah. 
Uh, I you, you always don't realize like how seriously people take the Victoria's Secret fashion. It's show. big. It's like every girls, time, like they, it's all of a sudden like yeah, them their buds. What are we doing tonight? Let's see what the girls are up to. I mean, to. we've seen it. All I've, of I've them are it. there's thirty of them sitting on the ground yeah. eating pizza in their pajamas. I was I always love that. I always love that. And where I'm it's sure like, they're feeling great about. No, themselves. but that's the whole thing where it's like at first it's like oh like these women are so perfect, but then it's like because of that we're doing pizza and wine and. Well, boys stink. <laughs> it's a good night. <laughs> Meanwhile, like last night, we saw Justice League, and Jason Momoa was just cut out of goddamn stone, and, and we all were like, "Fuck yeah!" That is nice. He's nice. a piece of ice. He's a piece of ice. Yeah. Uh, speaking of pieces of ice, this is no transition, but Henry Creed Two. What's going on with that? Creed Two. That is right, and that we're talking about Creed Two because I think we're all pumped about it. Um, Creed One <laughs> got stellar reviews. I'm totally joking. I never saw Creed One, but Creed apparently One it was got great. A 94% on Rotten yeah, Creed One was great, and so they're making the Creed Two sequel. And the reason why this is newsworthy is because Creedence. first of all, so first of all, on IMDb, the only description for it is Adonis Creed, which by the way, shout out Ad Hoffman, his mm-hmm. name's Adonis. So, Adonis Creed tries to seek revenge when he goes toe to toe with the man who killed his father. Oh. Who killed his father? Drago. Ivan Drago. Ivan Drago. Guess who's going to be the second lead in this movie? Dolph Lundgren? Even better. Ivan Drago's son. Real life? Real, I mean... Uh, real, not, real son? No, no, no. Not like uh, Dolph Lundgren's real son. But the character's uh, going oh, to be okay. Ivan Drago's son. So it's like Junior Creed versus Junior Drago. Vladimir Drago. How fucking dope is that? If he dies, he dies. Exactly. How dope <laughs> is that? And then even... Uh, I, I thought this was cooler. One of the guys who's like supposed to be in the running to be the guy. Do you guys know Sage Northcutt? It's a hell of a name. Sounds I feel like I, know, right? I should Sounds know like Sage a, Northcutt. A, a male porn star. He's the, new, he's the new UFC guy. He's 21, and he's just a really good-looking guy. He's just a really good-looking, ripped dude who kicks people's asses, and he looks like Ivan Drago. And, and so he said be the guy. He aud- he's not going to be the guy, but he auditioned or whatever, and people were like, he's got to be the guy. Look at this picture. Shut the front <laughs> that, door. That guy? That's so, what he looks like? No, so they photoshopped his head onto Drago's body. Oh. But, but that's he, his head? Yeah, so he, he looks exactly like He him. looks exactly like Ivan Drago, and he knows how to fight. How great would that be if this movie was like a real boxing movie? I'll tell you, he's walking around just yelling at himself in a in an empty room right now. Is Army Hammer? Yeah, he came a, into Hollywood oh, yeah. ready for this job. Oh, yeah. he's and now stud. they're gonna just kick it off to somebody else. Oh, Army Hammer! <laughs> yeah. Wow, I think he's a little too old now though. Army <laughs> Hammer is one of those uh, rare cases where the name is too awesome. Yeah, <laughs> you can never live up to the name no. Army Hammer. But I, but Rocky Four with the original with Ivan Drago, I mean. It was sick. If it's not in your top it five, I don't know what's going on. As far as Fourth of July movies, and if you want to believe in America, mm-hmm. I mean, Rocky Balboa ended the Cold War in, in a ring. So Single yeah. boxing <laughs> In 15 war. rounds, he ended 30 years of hardship and war. So I mean, if he can change attention. and you can change, then we all <laughs> yeah. can change what Rocky Balboa. What a, what a diplomat. By the end oh, of it, yeah. the Russians are cheering for him. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and Drago, basically. Yeah. He wins over even his opponent. <laughs> he was still <laughs> the George Foreman before the George Foreman with the whole grill thing. Oh, yeah. Um, you know what I hope they really do? Sorry to cut you off, mm-hmm, but no. I, you know what I hope they really hope they do? Is they do a little tribute to uh, the training montages of Rocky Four. So new. I think so that would I be need, half the I movie. Need, I need uh, Udonis in a cave. I need it's going to be Drago half the movie getting steroided up in a lab. Yeah, <laughs> and I need. I mean, Rocky Bobo in the first one, he's running. He's got a leather jacket, I think leather pants, and like galoshes on, and he's and like a what do you call those hats <laughs> with like artists wear basically the beret, Basi- something like that. And he's running up the snow covered mountain. I mean, it's all time. And then they got him in a cave over a fire, like yeah. shades, it's a cabin, shades of cabin, fucking Zorro, oh, yeah. just. Yeah, wide grip stones. Sly invented those stones. pull-ups, by the way. Yeah, totally. The wide grip back pull-ups. They look so good. <laughs> so I saw them so cool. I don't. Well, 
Maybe not. We'll see in the Brave Chargers. <laughs> I don't know. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> get back to us in a couple weeks Jesus. when the jury's out. Yeah, Whatever. We haven't finished our um, Yeah, Crew 2, super goddamn pumped about it. Moving on. New, you got a new segment slash game for us right now, don't you? Yeah, kind of. It's inspired by Henry's deal last week. He started just throwing around random celebrity ages at us. Mm-hmm. And so we, I've kind of been thinking about this. And one of the big headlines this week was, believe it or not, Rachel McAdams turned 39. Yeah, I could not believe where it. Where it was like, she looks great. Rachel. Who, what is your stuff. secret, Rach? Yeah. Good genes or good ducks? It's not Tell Rachel me. from Friends we should be talking about. No, it's no, Rachel no. McAdams, oh, yeah. who for the last uh, yeah. eight years apparently has put has been Mickey D's. on the pause button. Yeah, Mickey mm-hmm. is. Uh, but so, yeah, so she's 39, uh, which made me think, well, how old was that? did that make her when they filmed Mean Girls? Yeah. Uh, she was 26, portraying a 17-year-old girl, Regina wow. George. Total legit. Wow. Uh, I could probably play a 26 But so the, obviously yeah. though the point of this is a ton of people in Hollywood are a lot older than they look oh, yeah. and vice versa because you're constantly playing different ages. Seth Rogen was actually 23 when that knocked up came out. He, the guy looked 35. Wow, that's nuts. Yeah. So there were a ton of other celebrity birthdays this last week. I'm going to start rattling off a couple for you. Please if you guys could give me I'm going to set an over under on what they turned Good and me. you give me what you think mm-hmm. and then in terms of age and then we'll come and we'll talk I'm going to be good at this. Yeah, okay. I'm going to be better. So right out of the gate, Danny DeVito celebrated his birthday. Over under 65. Over. Over. He's 73. You guys just both know that. (laughs) I don't know why. I know H is really well. I'm really excited to see it. I I didn't know 73. I just knew he was over. So I think I I went because I just sharpshooted that goddamn shit. That's crazy. though. He's in his 70s. He's on 70s. I don't know. I think I'm going to be... This is a fun game. (laughs) Keep playing it. I love winning my game. Uh, Okay. Josh Dumel over under 43. That's a good number. That's a good line. Because uh, I think he's 43. <laughs> <laughs> Is that 43? <laughs> I'm going to go under. That's good. What do you I, I'm going to go under as well. He married Fergie. Yeah, I think Fergie's she was like older than him. 32. I think he's like 37. Josh is 45. Wow. wow. And he wears it well. He's a sexy 45. He's a baby God boomer. damn it, he is. He's another guy in the pause button. Good jeans. Look at the Transformers, which, by the way, he was on the first Transformers Yeah, poster. he was like a main, was he was like, like the army guy. But you had 10 seconds of FaceTime. Why? He's the best looking 45-year-old. Boy, is he handsome. This side of both Mississippis. All right. Um, <laughs> <laughs> with conviction, he says it. <laughs> uh, Shailene Woodley, 29. No, I think she's my age. I think she's uh, 25, probably. I'm going older. Secret Life was a long time ago. She turned 26 this past week. Damn. Yeah, yeah that yeah. makes more sense. That was, that was more of a, wow. Yeah, you know, <laughs> Uh, that's a good one, though. Uh, yeah, she's only 26. Danny DeVito was my best one. And uh, you guys and nailed I, that one. I, I, I like, legitimately well, had my, my... Do we still B- want to play? I had my BB gun just aimed at a tin soldier like Macaulay Culkin and Home Alone. Just, <laughs> give me one more. Okay. Uh, this one would be fun because, Jackie, I don't even know if you know who this is. B.O.B. the rapper. Oh, he had a birthday this past week. Give me the number. I, I know B.O.B. no idea. 34. Ah. <sighs> See, I feel like with that line, he should be over. I got to go younger, but I feel like he's over if you gave that 34 line. B.O.B. So take I can't lose. Either way, I win. B.O.B. is the... <laughs> B.O.B. is the... Uh, we can pretend that airplanes in the night skies like shooting stars. Yeah, it's him. I got <laughs> The very same. I could use a man or a genie or a wish. Yeah, okay. Um, <laughs> we could put a place good? much simpler than this. Not very good rapper, but... He, do you know that? You like that song. What's his vacation song? <laughs> great jogging song. song. Yeah. What's the, what was the over under What's the Mexico song? It was... Uh, I said 34. Uh, I bet you B.O.B. is... I bet you got. I bet you got in the game late. Yeah, 
I bet he's 38. He's 29. Yeah. <laughs> he's exactly how old you think he'd yeah, be. Yeah, good. By the way, I realized after Danny DeVito, it was really unfortunate you got him right. The whole structure of this game, you guys are supposed to get Danny DeVito way wrong. Yeah, and then you're like, what? And then all the other ages, you're going to be insecure, and they're going to be like, no, they are how old you think yeah. they are. Fucking Shailene Woodley, of course she's 26. Yeah. Of course B.O.B. is 29. My good. game sucks. We won't play it anymore. <laughs> I thought it was a great game, new. I like it. I liked it, but moving like on. Rachel McAdams, 39. I got Can another, you believe it? I got another new segment. This one's inspired by Keller Adams, who mentioned it like a month ago, and it really works this week. He wants us to talk more about uh, documentaries, and I absolutely love documentaries. So this is a new segment called Dope Ass Docs. <laughs> Dope Ass Docs. We watched a, it's exclusively on Hulu, a documentary called uh, Too Funny to Fail, the story of the Dana Carvey show. It was the dopest doc I've ever seen. Actually, it's not, but it's up there on my Mount Rushmore of Seriously, docs, really along, good. along with the Eagles documentary, Six Days to Air, the South Park documentary. And get our winner. McConkey. McConkey. That, though, though, I love you, Shane. It joins, it's in good company, but this is a, it's a documentary about this sketch show that Dana Carvey, who I think a lot of people right now wouldn't really know, but he's Garth from Wayne's World. For a couple of years, he was the biggest comedian in the world yeah. in the, the mid-90s. He doesn't really do anything anymore. He's the lead Master Disguise. My master Disguise. Movie. That's his, yeah. Master <laughs> Disguise. He, he pulled out. He decided he didn't want to be famous anymore. He has a great bit, though, I've heard on some podcasts, where basically he is famous enough that when he walks around Disney World, people can look at him. But he's not famous enough that when he, like, if he kind of, like, look, changes his face just a little bit, People will give him a second glance, but not ask who he is. <laughs> he had this one sketch show, and the sketch show has the greatest cast ever, namely Stephen Colbert and Steve Carell. Yeah, they were the two, like basically the lead actors. Yeah. And it's basically and the, Louis C.K. was the was writer. The head writer. And it's basically the story of how all of them got their start, right? And, yeah, and I can't recommend this documentary enough. It's fucking hilarious. It's basically like they tried to make an SNL. But like ahead of its time, they like kind of try like to make a, a Key and Peele before Key and Peele. Yeah, Key and Peele, where it's like funny, but it's also like edgy and just weird as fuck. Like those, so the sketches are so weird. It is so funny. And Steve Carell and Stephen Colbert as young guys. Stephen Colbert looks so much younger without the glasses and stuff. It's the so uh, funny. the massive difference I saw in it between that and SNL is SNL is all based on celebrity guests basically, yeah. and then the show is kind of catered around that. They to me wanted nothing to do with you know not stepping on anyone's toes. Yeah. So it was just a way more controversial and in turn I think a lot funnier uh, yeah. sketch show that uh, just got completely swept under the rug because it followed uh, Home Improvement, which they talk about on the thing. Yeah, it was definitely weird. Like that was my favorite part about it. it was like it was so like, nowadays weird like effed up humor is in. And like that's exa- <laughs> this would it would be a big show nowadays, and it was so funny. It's so cool to see the young guys talk. Steve Carell talk about how he was like the struggling comedian yeah. trying to make it. It's it, awesome. It, it really is cool. It's one of those documentaries that I mean I've already watched it three times in the past week, mm-hmm. which is yeah. not that crazy. We rewatch movies all the time if we become obsessed with them. But uh, yeah, so for anybody who's like, ooh, what should I watch? It's on Hulu. It's awesome. Too funny to fail. Uh, it was like the rise and fall of the Dana Carvey show. Moving on, new. I believe you want to talk about Smilf. Yeah, I uh, I like it. If you've been driving around Los Angeles uh, at all recently, mm-hmm. and if you're not listening to this from Los Angeles, I hope you guys have similar billboards to us. Is there's yeah. Smilf and white famous billboards everywhere. all over everywhere. everywhere. So I hammered uh, a couple of the Showtime shows. Uh, tried to get caught up. Uh, we've talked about white famous previously on the show. I I've not come back to it. I I it wasn't good. Not for me. It's got funny bits. It's not a funny show. Uh, Smilf. 
I'm really got my fingers crossed on it. It's uh, two episodes in to, at the point that we're recording this. By the time you're listening to this, it'll probably be uh, its third episode already in the season. As it stands now, it's the girl. Uh, her name's Frankie Shaw, who mm-hmm. you guys will remember from Blue Mountain State. She's the mascot she was, sister. Uh, Joe or Sam or yeah, she was the Sammy mascot sister. Like Sandy? Sammy was the the mascot. Joe sounds yeah. Mary Joe. Mary Joe, yeah, mm-hmm. something like that. Uh, and she kind of plays uh, a sluttier, uh, very cool, look. very cool. She's got a very, very cool attractive, look. cool. Look. I'm she's really a, turned on by her. Yeah, she, she's, she's got a look where it's like she was a rock star from ages 16 yes, to 21. Yes, and she now, looks like she could be like a female yeah, rock star. So that's the best way to describe her. Really, really into her, trying cool, to get into cool. the show. The show, she's very funny, and there are bits of the show that are funny, as it stands now. What's it about? What's the show about? I'll actually read the quick synopsis for you. Bridget Bird is a smart, young, single mom living in South Boston who is trying to navigate life with a very (laughs) unconventional family. As she struggles to make ends meet, she strives to create a better life for both her and her son, Larry, and often finds herself making impulsive, immature decisions. Who names kids Larry? Yeah, Larry. Uh, The bit of that, because she's from South Boston, she named her kid Larry Bird. That's pretty cool. Ah, uh, that's great. And so it's like that's like much, one of the big great. jokes. But so, Lawrence, can I say something real quick before you get started? Yes. Don't you feel like I feel like every, like the town came out with Ben Affleck and it was like this is Southie Boston Everything and everyone is... it was supposed to be like God it's fucked up there. Instead everyone was like it is cool there. <laughs> you guys know how to party and you're all fucking degenerates. Everyone's, and now every movie is they're like just hard. We're from they're Southie. That's how you know they're badass. But they're also good Catholics. You know like. Okay. But anyways, keep going. So as a brief review, and then I'll talk specifics, but as a brief review, as it stands now, the show is about nothing. It's like kind of her and her kind of, you know, struggling lifestyle. She's like a single mom who's got an interesting relationship with her uh, kid's uh, dad and her trying to make it. She's got no money. She works out jobs, so this and that. So Smilf is single mother. I'd single like to, mother I'd like to yeah. fool around with. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which is... Uh, Have fun with Fuck. <laughs> We've say, I've said fuck maybe 80 times in this podcast. It's single mother I'd like to Jeez. fuck. Um, around which doesn't make any sense to me why they would name that because I feel like no one... The single aspect doesn't matter. You don't matter. need to add the single thing. It's I'd like to fuck. Yes. Not necessarily Smilf I'm going to ridiculous. fuck. Nobody's <laughs> like, well, she's not a MILF because she's divorced. <laughs> Nobody has ever said that. No, no. But yeah, yeah. So Rose, Rosie O'Donnell plays her mom right now. I like Rosie, that. Yeah. I like that. Uh, right now, but Trump hates that. So yeah. right now, it's <laughs> it's just kind of a depressing tone. It's like it's funny, but you're watching her and her kind of shitty life as she tries to make it. So we're rating on the episode now because they've shown things where it's like, oh no, she's smart, she's talented. Before she had the kids, she was doing this. She like, mm-hmm. and then like she like babysits these kids. It's like. One of the kids went to Harvard. She's like, I wrote your college essay. And they go through this whole thing. It's like, I don't, oh, I don't like that. She's one of those. I don't like that. She's though. a smart gal. Yeah. Uh, so we're waiting Matt on the Dane episode where Hunt. it's like, okay, moment happens in her life where now she's doing this. She's like chasing that. Like she got a job or something, you know, fucking that. Mm-hmm. But in the meantime, they're doing all these little side jokes and a ton of weird, like just hammering sex themes on you. Well, yeah. Ep one, she masturbates three times. One I'm time, out. One time to a girl. I'm out. Another joke you might be out on, the first scene opens up. She's playing in a pickup basketball game with only men. I'm out. Okay. Hey, w- yeah. Women, fair you game. Bl- no, I get that. They're hoopers. Cheryl Miller is one of the all-time greats. Yeah. I get that. She's playing point, though, right? She's not. <laughs> the smilf, we're, we're, though? We're, we're, yeah. we're, but the smilf. Are they, cover, are they covering her straight up normal? Is, is she playing normal size? And, they only, they only and run she's in it. And she's in it. She, I mean, they're running Don't some sell. heavy stuff. <laughs> some, some, you know, in the paint. She's yeah. crashing hard. She's, she's getting the boards. All of a sudden, it's like. She's not getting knocked the you know, fuck over. All of a sudden, there's a whistle break, which I always love in a pickup game in the park. Someone brought a whistle. Call your own fat. And she like she like runs over. She's like tending to her kid, and then like another guy comes up and he's like, "Hey, all star!" Like something like that. Like 
<laughs> where, it's like, where it's like, it was never a thing that it was just like, no, she's just one of the guys, but yeah. she's also the hottest chick in South Boston. And yeah. she's also wrote, writing papers that get into Harvard. And she, I think I can kind of sum up the show real quick. Is it basically Blake Lively from the town uh, is Matt Damon from Good Will Hunting? Yes. Yes. Basically? That's what I'm thinking. But yeah, it's not, it's not hey. Blake Lively's, I don't know, going on after. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so I'm saying it's Blake Lively. You're the Southie. You, you do drugs and stuff. You mm-hmm. got the baby. What are you doing with your life? But you're Matt Damon. Sorry, I made mistakes like, as a kid. Yeah. How, you like them apples? Yeah. How do you like, how do you like mm-hmm. these apples also? I'm actually really secretly talented. Yeah, we got tons of apples. Don't judge a book by its cover. Yeah. I'm hot. Yeah. Here's an apple. <laughs> so, uh, off of me being such a big Frankie Shaw fan and how hot I think she is, I'm going to watch that <laughs> I was going to say... <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it's, you, you, you had a she's whole, really funny too. You had like, a whole she's seg- super funny. You had a whole segment to uh, convince me to watch Smilf. I am not gonna watch it. No, no, that was the point. Is you probably don't want to jump on. The point is, I'm already two episodes in. I'm gonna watch it. I'm at least gonna watch the first episode because I feel like some you want to parts... watch the masturbation scene. No, no, no. <laughs> I'm gonna fast forward through that. Are you kidding me? Oh, it's sinning. It's gross. But anyways, but, not a good Catholic. The parts that I feel like there are certain parts that you didn't like that I might be on board with. That are yeah. just sometimes I just I like like the and she yeah. she is very funny and yeah she's great. so there are bits it's entertaining but as it stands now the show is just why why would we care it's yeah. not like if you're gonna do the show about nothing it's got to be Seinfeld funny where it's I'm laughing the entire time yeah yeah, yeah. it can't be mean. I don't want to be tuning in to these relatable depressing themes it's I want to get out of my relatable depressing life yeah yeah <laughs> all right moving on Henry the four. New show coming to Fox, and I'm, I'm pumped about this because we were talking about it a little bit ago. I told you guys I'm ready for a new contestant show where I'm, I'm voting on my phone. <laughs> Not that I've ever done that, but like an American Idol X Factor. I called in season two for Carrie Underwood. I did. Exactly. So I, I called want, in for Ruben Stutter. I want to be Ruben. <laughs> I want to know the judges. Carrie was season three. Ruben was season two. Yeah. Ah, oh, fuck me. Good call. Yeah, I'm a, I, uh, yeah. But anyways, she, uh, what's called, <laughs> they, uh, there's a new show. There's a new show coming out called The Four, and it's supposed to be like the new singing show of that category. How would you describe this? <laughs> Tell me more. Whatever. Yeah. So anyways, so it's called the four and the four are the four judges, but they're not judges. The four are, there's a record executive, a music mogul, a music producer, and a star. Like so it sounds like star. they can change these people's lives. Ex- I know. Exactly. In right? a given you, show. Those four, four people, by the way, are they interchangeable? Can it be any star, any music mogul, any no, like, so they record have, guy? No. So they have like the four, like they're basically the four judges, but they're not judges. The way it works is the those four people are like whatever i don't know if there's on the stage there are four consultants ba- basically uh finalists to start the show first episode there's four finalists and they perform and stuff like that that episode though people come on other singers to try to dethrone those four finalists Ooh. and then people at home you can submit a video of yourself and be on the show to compete against the finals. I like that a lot. So it's like eight, ten weeks, whatever like that. And each week it's like, can you hold on to your throne? Or are you about to get knocked off? Mm. Four style. I love and that. So the four, uh, wow. Yeah, I know. Pretty cool, right? And so the four people, uh, you guys want to, I doubt you can guess. Uh, you can't guess. The, the music mogul is P, P. Diddy, who's worth an absurd amount of money. So he's the music mogul. He's uh, trying to buy an NFL team. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. The music producer is DJ Khaled, which can you have two better people than that? You two the for best. Two? But as far as TV goes, the greatest people uh, watching Flo Rida, those two. But producer, like and Flo Rida's producer. producer. But he also, he's also, I guess, around. Right. Um, and then the ex- DJ Khaled, the executive we is the Charlie best. Walk, who no one knows. Charlie Walk, and then the star is Megan Trainer, who. Yeah, sure. Here's my one. Yeah. Here's yeah. My, all about but, that base. But so those four, I'm and then the winner, with Megan Trainer's roommate's brother. Oh yeah, yeah. The winner of the show, the winner of the show gets all four of the the people to help launch her career. 
I like that. Which I think is, I thought it's a pretty cool idea. Yeah. It's pretty sweet. How many weeks does it go then? How, how many times do you have to defend your throne? Or is it like if you exist for six weeks, I'm on my throne. I do, you do, make I it. could not find how exactly long it is. I don't think they even have that finalized yet. I think they're still kind of working it out. But I know this was a show. It was like a show in China and Korea. And it was abroad. And it was huge. So I, I like really think it's be big. I like that concept because it's really fun to watch people's dreams be made on television. But almost more it's fun better, than that yeah. is to see people's dreams be crushed. That's why no one understood the best part of American Idol <laughs> were the auditions when Simon Cowell was I like, couldn't "You do it. Your life's should go over. home and never ever sing again. Either your you life's over or it's shit. made." Yeah. I yeah. decide I'm an asshole. Yeah, so they're, all they're missing basically is Simon Cowell, but I think it's going to be a hit. P. Diddy said this show is going to disrupt the world of competition television and will revolutionize the format. So I mean, mm. and, and the thing is, P. Diddy's a very humble guy. So oh, he yeah. would never. Sean uh, Diddy. Sean Diddy Combs. He would never, you know, he should go by Sean Diddy. But, anyways, yeah, that's the. Uh, or the Puff four. Combs. Pretty cool. Um, Sounds like a cereal. I wonder, do you know, quick question on the format, can people come back on the show? If you get dethroned, can you come back and dethrone someone else? Can there be redemption stories? I don't know, but I guarantee you they will come back because I just know it's going to be like the fan favorites can get knocked off like week three, yeah, week eight. exactly. Who's coming in? It's Jeremy. It's Jeremy. Like, and he's back. And it, uh, his mask off. it yeah. didn't happen all the time, but every now and again, like season five, Chris Daughtry goes out with like seven contestants left. And it's like, Chris Daughtry's the wait, best guy you've wait, ever had on the what? show. He was so surprised. Yeah, he was so shocked. And they didn't even let him sing a song. No. Like, I really think something between him and Seacrest went down. Must have. Must have. But anyway, was I touching. would love to see, like, imagine if it was that, and all of a sudden, and then, and American Idol played with that, where it was like, there's there's judges saves and different yeah. shit, and like, once they moved past that season, mm-hmm. how cool it would have been to see Daughtry come back in the bottom three, like, and rock the place Look to at the this ground. Yeah. Whoa. <laughs> Every time I'm feeling it makes me, yeah. this guy's good. And I'm boning. <laughs> He was great. Yeah, before. Yeah, Man, you've been smoking cigarettes. All right, moving on. It is not Oscar season just yet, but it's Oscars prediction season, which is almost just as good, uh, which is November and December. They predicted who the best picture contenders are. This is probably the movie when I've seen the most movies in a year, so, and as well as you guys, I assume, right? Uh-huh. Um, here are the movies that they think might be nominated for best picture. One, Dunkirk. Two, Phantom Thread. Three, The Shape of Water. Three Billboards Outside Ebbing, Missouri, Call Me By Your Name, Darkest Hour, Get Out, The Florida Project, Downsizing, Molly's Game, Mudblood, Star Wars, The Last Jedi. Now, I know I just ran through that list, but are there any movies that we saw this year, you saw this year, or didn't see this year that you think are getting snubbed by not being on that list? I like I that one idea. I well, like that list. I know the one that you have prepared, mm-hmm. uh, which I'll let you have that one in a second. Uh, I tell you what. Did you guys see Dunkirk? No. I did not. No. Dunkirk was very, very good. Probably deserves to be up for it. What pisses me off about Dunkirk is they did a ton of things where it was like, can you believe they created all this tension without ever showing the German soldiers? Yeah, I hate that. <laughs> and it was like, but show it would have been a fucking better movie yeah, if you show showed the, the German soldiers. soldiers. So it would bother me if Dunkirk is actually on the shortlist at the end of it. Right now it's predicted to win it. And it's going to bother me, though, because it was a shell of the movie it could have been. You know what I don't like they, about that? They missed an opportunity. Christopher Nolan's going to win the Oscar. It's like his first Oscar for Dunkirk. Is Dunkirk better than The Dark Knight? No. Can anyone We're say that? Dark, Can yeah. anyone say that? Come on. Um, yeah, and, and I mean, I refuse to see Dunkirk because I refuse. On the record, I will not see another World War II movie until they start giving World War I its due. It was <laughs> the first great war. Then to Korea. War. And we've just all forgotten about it, so I will not see it. No, but seriously. Um, you just can't make the trenches sexy anymore after Brad Pitt made it look so good. Yeah, so good. I mean, the, the reason why I brought this whole bit is because I've been looking, scouring far and wide. How the fuck is Logan 
That's what you're thinking. Yeah, yeah, yeah Logan. Exactly. That's Logan. What I was like, not easily the best picture. Yeah, I don't think it's like, it's not easily the best picture. Or nominated. Logan should be in the conversation for I'd sure. I'd take Logan over Dunkirk. I take, I take Logan yeah. over Get Out. I'm trying I to saw. think of Logan though. Were there any parts? No, there was nothing really in Logan that made it silly. Like it was, no. it was all intense and fucking awesome. But the su- yeah. the one silly part you could make See, was the ultimate bad guy is a direct clone, clone of Wolverine. Yes. That, so it was weird to be like, now we've got Black Wife Beater, Hugh Jackman throwing punches. It was executed well. The reason I'm, I'm upset about that is because you guys know one of the movies in that thing is uh, The Shape of Water. Yeah, Guillermo del Toro. Guillermo del Toro. And the, that movie, the fact that that's up and that Wolverine is not, that movie is about, it's like Beauty and the Beast. It's a take on that, except the Beast is like this alien sea creature thing. If that's fucking up for Best Picture, if we're going to let that happen, yeah. I'm sure it's great. But then let let Wolverine let some of these movies that have some fantasy in them. And and let's stop pretending also yeah. like it's we're talking about the best movie made that year. Yes. It's 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 the best movie according to certain yeah. like things. Yeah. Yeah. But I li- actually I like that list. I think that there are a couple there are more normal movies in that than the past couple years. Mm-hmm. I, and I'm gonna see all of them before mm-hmm. I was it was like the year the artist won it. It was like What the fuck artist? It are was you a kidding silent me? movie, black and white. What a movie. I'm it's amazing I'm sure they it was made great. it that entertaining sure it without great. involving those things. You're telling me that was better than every other movie? Yeah. No. Get out of here. Never once. It is also not in it. It is not in it. That's kind of crazy. It was good. It was a Spielberg as a movie. I'm trying to think if like a horror a could ever really like be up for that, but if there is one, well, Get Out's up for it. Interesting. Yeah. But yeah, so th- so there's that. All right, now we got uh, trailers on Tinder. Not a lot of movies coming out next week which is weird because it's Thanksgiving we I was get- shocked I thought it would be a big Thanksgiving we always see movies on Thanksgiving if you're not on the day but like that weekend I feel like we uh, we have two movies the first one that we're going to talk about the, fir- the two movies are Coco and The Man Who Invented Christmas Coco let's watch that one right now once every year our ancestors come back to our world please have a safe journey to see family <laughs> and friends, but no living person has ever visited their world until now. All right, who's in there? I'm sorry. As a matter of fact, yes. Okay, so Coco, initial initial thoughts. Henry, you want to start? Initially, I was amazed that I like had never even heard of this until I saw a poster. And I was like, well, there's a new Pixar movie coming out. The, huh? And then I was like, okay, it's about the Day of the Dead stuff. I really don't like the Day of the Dead. I don't get it. Like the whole Dia skeleton de los thing. Muertos. Dia de los Muertos. Uh, no one really remembers, but there was a movie a couple years ago, anime movie called The Book of Love that looks it was like 
quietly like a year ago. Looks exactly like this movie, like literally exactly. And Except so it's like, why yeah. we, we knew this, but like with the skeletons and the whole world and stuff. Mm-hmm. And so I just, and I still probably won't see this in theaters. Halfway through this trailer though, I was like, this movie is going to be fucking brilliant. It's going to be one of those Pixar movies where you see it at the end. You're like, wow. Mm-hmm. Like, so that was a movie. Yeah, wow. The scale. By the way, until this morning, I thought this movie was that movie. Was the Book of Love? Oh, really? I just yeah. I missed the release yeah. of that. They look identical. I right? It was just one of those things yeah. where it just got lost in the shuffle of production. They're very similar. And they just got they just were like, "Fuck it, we'll put it out in 2017." Yeah. And I was like, oh, okay. So I started watching that with no expectations of liking it. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, halfway through the teaser trailer, it just goes from the guys who brought you Finding Nemo, Toy yeah. Story, and Inside Out. And well, you know, like, it's Pixar. Well, the, the, no, I knew like that, the but specific the, the guys, specific guys yeah. involved, not necessarily just. I think the that's big Greg Bird, because because you know there's some misses. Cars oh, brave. did three movies. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, but I was like, oh, oh, okay, now well, you have yeah. you had my attention. Now yeah. you have my curiosity. Now, now you have my curiosity. Maybe <laughs> I'll uh, fuck up here a little bit. <laughs> yeah. I think I'm totally on board. This is a big swipe right for me. So you're swiping right, Henry. How about you? I'm gonna, I'm gonna swipe right. I I just I don't feel like I'm gonna see this in theaters, but like I want to. I think want to. The music's gonna be so beautiful. If anyone's like you want style guitar, if anyone says you want to go see Coco, I'm in. I'll throw that out there. But I'm not gonna be like, hey, you guys want to go see Coco? (laughs) Because I saw Brave one time with a buddy in a room full of kids and their moms. You didn't like Brave? I no, I did. It was very uncomfortable seeing it in theaters. Actually, for me, it was like I've been there with kids before. I was like, this is weird that I'm here, just me and my buddy. (laughs) <laughs> I totally agree. I think this looks like a really, really sweet movie. That it looks like a really, really good movie. I'm very afraid and sort of just put off by skeletons same. in no, same. general. I do not get the Day of the Dead thing. So this is, I think, going to be, and I don't know if anything is going to ever surpass it, this is probably going to be the movie that I would like the most that I'm going to swipe left on. Strictly because... Skeletons scare me, and I'm no, and I'm out you. for that very reason. But I think it's going to be a really good movie. I'd recommend people seeing it. I just ha- will not see it. Okay, one not about it because I totally agree with the skeleton thing. I was talking about Matt McGinnis about that, where it's like I just don't get. I don't get it. It's creepy. It's always going to be creepy and weird to me. Why are we painting ourselves like skeletons? Like what? It's, it's, it's like Halloween, but more so. But the trailer. With the whole Day of the Dead is when everyone who's dead goes back and basically sees their living family members. Mm-hmm. That's pretty cool. I was like, that's a cool, that's story. A cool concept. I don't know if he's that's going to see his dead family. I, like, I don't know if that's what and people gets, actually but he believe. he gets lost in that side of the world and they got to get him back. Like, hey, okay, that's a story I can, I can sink my teeth in, right? Mm-hmm. All right. <laughs> it's not going away, guys. <laughs> Goosebumps. So, Coco, we got two rights and a left. Moving on, we have The Man Who Invented Christmas. <laughs> Uh, let's watch that trailer. Charles Dickens. <laughs> Mr. Dickens, we just adore your books. Inside the mind of Charles Dickens. Get the name right and the character will appear. Her character's so real. Charles. Scratch. Scrooge. It was as if they were really there. Scrooge. I've got it. Time to write. Now he just needs to get them to cooperate. I'm the author here. Allegedly. This holiday comes the magical but true origin story of a Christmas carol. Scrooge, we will do wonderful things together. Humbug. The man who invented Christmas. Rated PG. Okay, so I know what everybody's (laughs) thinking. I think they're all thinking the same thing that I was thinking, which is finally (laughs) the story that we've all been waiting for, the biopic we've all been waiting for. How exactly did Charles Dickens come up with a Christmas carol? My question is how did it take this long to get the movie? Exactly. Well, the wait is over. It has now been dramatized. It has now been recreated. We now will be able to visualize exactly how this quirky writer of... Other plays and shit <laughs> came up with Dickens. A Christmas Carol. Henry, we started with you last time. New, we'll start with you now. Initial reactions. What do you think 
of the man who invented Christmas. I won't. I, I, I will not. You won't catch me sitting and trying to pitch people on this movie being like, you know what we ought to go see is the man who created Christmas. <laughs> Having said that, the way my family operates on Christmas, we usually see a movie. Oh, my God. You guys are going to coming out next week, this movie. Oh, oh, oh you, you're absolutely right. I'm an idiot. Week. You know what, then? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to sneak by it. Oh, no, no. It's nope, Thanksgiving. You won't. It's Thanksgiving. <laughs> it's a holiday. Any really family getting together opportunity, it's a lot of sitting around, and then there's some tension, and then it's like, well, what can we all do? Movies. And everyone <laughs> that's, that's seems to, we could do. to settle In on the silence, movies. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, I just, I maybe. <laughs> this movie. It, I mean, it, what do you, do you learn anything here? I oh. feel like it's the story you thought it was. This is one of those movies where I'm like, how did this get made? Who is true? Who is the audience for this set where like people are gonna like who's gonna go see this movie? And I as I thought of that, I convinced myself, I bet this movie's fucking awesome. I bet <laughs> it, it's so it blew me away that they expect this movie even made it into theaters. Isn't this a straight to VHS movie? Like, the fact that this movie made it into theaters, I bet there's some gold in it. I'm not I can't swipe right, but I'm gonna hope. I'm gonna choose to believe. So this movie seems exactly to me like <laughs> Saving Mr. Banks, which it's came out. So Saving Mr. Banks, which, holy shit! Which, which I ended up hating. I did not I, see Saving I, I, Mr. Uh, it's talk, sad. It, well, like it. It, it's that movie is Mary Poppins. It was basically it was pictures. Tom Hanks plays Walt Disney. This is how they created Mary Poppins. Turns out. The woman who came up with Mary Poppins is maybe the most difficult, annoying yeah. person to work with ever because she is just a grump, a moody ass person, yeah. and we a and, bad and, person, bad person. And, and this seems to be doing taking the same concept but doing it correctly, which is it's fun and light. It's fun. <laughs> it's goofy. He invented Christmas. Yeah, I. <laughs> have literally could not have less interest in seeing this movie. Also, I got I got a question. I think I might mm-hmm. just sound really dumb. <laughs> he didn't invent Christmas. He invented the Christmas Carol. Is it just is that what the, you're the, saying? The, uh, I, do you guys know more? <laughs> he invented the Christmas spirit, if you will. So, but but he didn't invent Christmas. That already existed because he's talking about Santa it. Santa Claus invented. No, but Christmas. did he technically? Like, no. No, I, but was it not a thing? I think you could argue. I was think, it not like it was the holiday? Not really a thing until him. Christ Mass. It's a compound. You see, <laughs> yeah. you put together. I'll, I'll, I'll put it this way. I bet. I bet you this. I bet you. you well, Charles Dickens, our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. You, <laughs> know, you know how they're always like, oh, you know, Shakespeare came up with the word alligator. I bet you a lot of yeah, Christmas traditions this. we have now, he kind of came up with. I bet you where that's what we're gonna learn. Where it's like, yeah, like before then. People didn't go to church. I love the Shakespeare thing. I love the Shakespeare thing because it's like, oh yeah, did you know he invented the word dog? And it's like, what did you call him before? Or like, he invented the word surprise. It's they, like, what did you use before? And some of them are even crazier. Where it's like he invented the word although. He, no, it's I, like I love one of them's like he invented the word stepfather. And it's like, did he really? What did you call exactly. him before? He invented just stepfathers. Greg? I just, got a, I got a fucking bone to pick. Just Clark. Them. Yeah. <laughs> Um, Stepdads. So I will be swiping right <laughs> again. This is a movie that I bet you I will see this year. Who's going to see it? Who's going to this I'll movie? tell you who sees this. It's our family in our family room when it's Christmas Day and we're like, we should probably watch a Christmas movie. What's on demand? Oh, you mean years later? No, like this year. What's on demand? You think de- it'll be on demand by Christmas? Oh, we're not going to miss this <laughs> Might be a straight season. to DVD guy. It's straight to DVD. I think That's it, why I assumed it would, would be. That, and, I, and I think it's like, oh, let's watch. Oh, no way. They're having HBO's having an exclusive, The Man Who Invented Christmas. Let's watch this. And you're gonna watch it, and you're gonna be like, okay, that wasn't good, that wasn't bad, that was just a movie. Yeah. It was a movie. I'm swiping left. Henry. I'm swiping left too. New? I'm also swiping left. Let me ask this question too. Is there a more unfortunate 
character than Scrooge, and I've had to meet twenty different castings of Scrooge. There's yeah, like bu- every yeah. every year, there's some different retelling of the Christmas tale. There's that and, cartoon one too, and the guy's just angry, and he's got the moles, and he's hairy, and it's he's, he's un- it makes me uncomfortable. Then you got that crippled tiny ass Tim, tiny Tim. just uh, <laughs> one Christmas everywhere. And it's like, well, tiny Tim, that's not the way the world works. <laughs> I'm sorry, your dad has to work on Christmas. Do you want food? Yeah, jeez, <laughs> it's called work. <laughs> this is capitalism. I don't hear you complaining about the clothes on your yeah, back. I don't, uh, or those fancy crutches. Yeah. Those fancy-ass crutches that cost a, a, an, an arm Pretty and a Pretty Tiny Tim's the bad guy. That's what we're, <laughs> we're basically getting around to. Finally, uh, last little thing before we go. This is sort of like a, a new little thing we're going to try out. It's just a speed round. It's just I'm going to be asking. How fast can you go? Quick questions, you guys. We're not going to go too into detail yeah i'm gonna ask you guys questions and you guys got to answer them we'll see how many we can do in one minute so i bet you we i, I don't think i came with that many questions so it'll it'll probably be less than a minute but i mean who, who really cares all right ready let's do it flip the tube three two one what are you more excited for the incredibles 2 or toy story 4 henry uh incredibles 2 no incredibles 2 weirdly enough yeah it's who, strange who'd you pick aquaman or thor new no. thor Aquaman. He's got the hair. Uh, who would you pick? Batman. Aquaman doesn't? Who would you pick? Batman or Iron Man? Henry. Ugh. Bale Batman? Batman or Iron Man? Ben Affleck. Mm, Batman. No. <laughs> Iron Man. He's, he's an Affleck. He's too much of a cheat code. <laughs> oh, wait, Affleck? Oh, it doesn't Iron matter. Man. All right, who would you pick? Wonder Woman or Captain America? New High School. Wonder Woman. Yeah, uh, Wonder Woman. Yeah, Gal- oh, Gal-, Gal Gadot. I, I found her distracting okay. right. good looking. All right, Nashville, the CMT show is coming to an end after <laughs> six, six and final season. Did you know that this show was even on the air? Henry. I did not. I, mean, I was still going. New Heisel. I thought that was that movie with Gwyneth Paltrow. I didn't know there were different things. <laughs> Country uh, Heart? Yeah. <laughs> Country Strong. All right, Country all right 17 strong? seconds. Tyrese Gibson versus Dwayne Johnson. They're in a feud. Whose side are you on? Henry. Uh, I got to go with my man Tyrese. Uh, no. <laughs> no. No. We got 10 seconds. with no. D-Wayne, baby. All Tyrese right. ain't going to work again. Six right. seconds. All right. What celebrity is next? in the sexual assault harassment claims. Henry. Uh, ah, Miley Cyrus. Ah, I know. Okay. Uh, new. <laughs> We're out of time. But Ma- no. Rachel McAdams. Her, her 40s are coming soon. And that was it. That was the speed round. I think we all learned a ton. I hope you guys had a great time. This is the Pool Boy Podcast. See us at our little things. The Pool Boy... Uh, under- Poolboy.comedy at Pool- Instagram. Poolboy underscore comedy at Twitter. www.poolboycomedy.com at our website. Uh, Jack's phone number. Just give me a second. I'll give it to you. And um, that was the thing. <laughs> Last note, Miley Cyrus. By the way, I just I just thought of this, and we can totally cut this out, and we'll do something else. Miley Cyrus, fucking, she spent a year with no clothes on. You remember that? Yeah. With the little things. That is sexual. So that is in my face. I, that made me uncomfortable. I did, I, I did not like those. That's advances. a woman celebrating I, her healthy body, Henry. How dare you? She's the I next one. Loved it. That's the boy podcast. Let's go bowling, and we're out. Let's do it. Yeah.